fun. Fashion felines. Join spa living and style expert Candy Holiday as she trips through her days while trying to flourish, look fab, and have a blast, even when life gets in her way. Let's make every day feel like a holiday with Candy. Candy, what are you doing? Hey, y'all. This morning I am in the garden. And so you might hear birds chirping or the wind chimes tingling, and it is just a glorious, glorious, perfect day. <laughs> and so this is the closest way I know how to bring you all here with me. And I've got to say, it is a far cry from what happened a few weeks ago. It's hard to believe, just like two weeks ago, um, we had our very first California wildfire experience. And I want to tell you all about it and what happened and how it affected us here at the Hideaway. But maybe even crazier is how we sort of ended up out in the midst of the wildfire was our AC went out here at the house and it was you know same time about two weeks ago we were having these like upper 90 degree days and you know things break it happens right and it was like 90 degrees in the house basically because <laughs> in California most of the architecture I, I've learned is like built very like the walls are built very thin and that's because of earthquakes so you know we have an earthquake if the walls are thinner and more flexible then they're gonna withhold the shaking better, which makes a lot of sense. But when we have extreme temperatures, which doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really happen very often, <laughs> um, it, it, it definitely, you can feel it inside the house. And so, I mean, y'all, it was, it, was, it was sweltering in there. And I mean, I tried everything. I even like, cr we created our own air conditioning. Like I had big ice buckets. We went to like Home Goods and bought up all these ice buckets, like a proper ice bucket. So if this ever happens to y'all and you need to like make your own air conditioning, the best thing you can do is be sure to buy like an insulated ice bucket because it really keeps the ice from melting as fast. And so then you have your air conditioned longer and you don't need as much ice. <laughs> So we filled those up with ice, just put them in front of like we had a fan in almost every room and it worked pretty good like at night. I mean, even though it was still like 80 at night and I'm like a total 67 degree room sleeper. <laughs> I, I love it cool and cuddling up under the blankets, even if it's hot outside, I don't care. And plus sleep expert Nicholas Ronco, who was on the show a little while ago, he says this is the optimal room temperature for sleep. So I'm not a crazy person. <laughs> it's just actually what we need to have the best sleep. So you can imagine I was just like beyond myself. But even despite all our efforts, it just didn't work. I mean, I even froze up like bottles of water and had it in the bed. So like some people have their hot water bottles. I had like my freezer bottles in the bed and um, like my just loosest, you know, skimpiest pajamas, um, just trying to stay cool. I even had like my pillowcases in the freezer, my sheets in the freezer. It was just crazy. <laughs> and oh my gosh, y'all, I put every stitch of makeup and skincare that I had in the refrigerator too. Cause you know, if it gets too hot, I forget the exact temperature, but if it gets overheated, like makeup and skincare can totally um, decompose and become non-effective. And you know how expensive all that stuff is. And that actually turned out to be a really good thing because I have actually just kept it in there because I'm loving it. It's like helped me organize my beauty routine and it just feels so decadent when you put it on. I even did like a whole YouTube video about my beauty fridge. 
And believe me, I wanted to like climb in that fridge with my makeup, <laughs> but I'm not mascara, so. <laughs> um, but um, so at night, you know, I was able to get by. But during the day, I mean, you know, it, it was trying to work and it just, just wasn't happening. So we had to go out. And I mean, this house, y'all, it, it literally is like you're in a frying pan when it is that hot outside and there's not any air. Because like you could put your hand up, like uh, we have really high ceilings, but even that, they're not insulated. So like you put your hand up and you can just feel the heat. And then the walls touch, even just, you don't have to even touch the wall. You can feel the heat radiating from it. It's like the house just absorbs it. And even the floors, like the floors got so hot. I mean, literally, it was like we were in a frying pan. <laughs> and so we, um, we, we thought, well, this is a good, you know, good way for us to get out of the house. Because working from home, sometimes you end up staying in, you know, more than you mean to. And so we used it to kind of explore some of the coffee shops and places around L.A. where we could work. And one of them is in this little area called Montrose. And they have some really cute little coffee shops up there. So we went out, one day we went out to the coffee shop, and Kevin, he went outside actually, because he just wanted to get some air, and as we were driving to the coffee shop, we saw this like big dark cloud in the sky, I mean, and we're like looking at each other like, well, it's not supposed to rain, <laughs> we all know that, and, but it looked black, like a thunderstorm cloud, and, and we hadn't listened to the news, we didn't know there was a fire going on. And so we just went to the coffee shop, and when I came out, it was, like, super dark gray outside. The cloud had, like, come over, and there was, like, these little flakes, you know, falling from the sky. Like, not snow, but, um, but it was literally ash. And what, so it turns out what had happened when we were, you know, what we saw when we were driving to the coffee shop, went out the coffee shop, and the fire, there had been this fire, it's 30 mi it was 30 miles away, they called it the sand fire, it was in all the news, I mean it was just crazy massive fire in the Angeles National Forest. So like 30 miles from our house, and because of the wind, the wind blows all that, um, all the, the smoke and the ashes to other parts of LA, like almost all of LA was affected, even the beaches. And we go out to our car, and I'm looking at Kevin. He's like sitting, who's sitting outside, and he's like got little white flakes all over his head. And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? And it was, turns out, it was all these ashes from this fire. So we like, I'm like, oh my God, you know, let's get home. So we hightailed it back here. We, you know, I immediately like sort of dusted the patio furniture off. And I, like, was covering my face with my hands, you know, when I was outside and just covering everything up that I could outside and then, you know, ran inside. Because I don't know if you all know this, but I have, um, I sometimes have, like, asthma-y symptoms. I don't really have, I think, like, proper asthma, but I'll get, like, short of breath sometimes and I really can't handle being in, like, smoky bars. And this ash coming down, I mean, it was literally like you were in an ashtray. <laughs> like, it was just, like, you know, you could smell, it smelled smoky. It was just like, ugh, gag. So anyway, when we got back here, I covered everything up. We went in the house, and then, you know, we looked in the news, and, of course, we are seeing all the 
just so sad and scary um, pictures of the fire, people being evacuated from their homes, pets being evacuated, and just knowing that we're seeing the sky. I mean, even like the moon was like this bright, or not even bright orange, more of a darkish red, reddish orange color that night. It was just, it was unbelievable. It was such juxtaposition because you would see bits of blue sky and then you would see this just glowing red fire in the sky. It, it, was, it was like Armageddon-ish, really. There were a lot of tweets about it and people were calling it like it's like Armageddon here in LA. And anyway, so I, I was reading all the, um, the news and updates about how fast the fire was spreading. And, and I came across, because I didn't even really think about this, I came across like an air quality um, alert for our area because of all the ash coming down. And so I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, of course I have, you know, sort of allergies and the asthma stuff. So I'm like putting all our air, clean we have air cleaners in the house. So I'm putting them like on full blast. I like covered over the fireplaces to make sure no ash came in. And, um, and that the fire, the, the fire department and um, like the California EPA, their alert for the air quality was like, you know, you shouldn't go outside. You basically need to stay inside, especially for somebody like me, you know, who's more sensitive. And the alert was for the next three days at least. And so I thought, well, okay, I really need to stay inside. And there's lots of things I've been meaning to do around the house, you know, in addition to, you know, podcasting and videoing and all that fun stuff. Some, you know, things like organizing your closets and your clothes, which I just seem to never, ever get around to. And so I thought, you know, I try to do that. And um, kind of the French benefit of doing that was they were already starting to put out, you know, notices at, you know, the Red Cross and, um, you know, rescue agencies were going to need items for people that, you know, were kind of left stranded, like their homes had burned down from the fire. And I thought, well, this is like the perfect time because I can go through my stuff and then donate it. And that gives me even more initiative. So um, so anyway, so I came up with this little method. I know you all have probably all heard about this KonMari um, cleaning, <laughs> decluttering, where, you know, you basically put everything that's the same, same kind of item together in your house. Then you touch every item, and if it brings you joy, you keep it. And if it doesn't, you pitch it. Well, I sort of had to come up with my own version. <laughs> I call it Candy Mari <laughs> because... I, because, I, you know, for me, like, I love fashion so much. So when I touch anything that I buy, I love. And I have clothes from when I was in high school. And I just, I just you know, knew that I, I, every time I pull something out, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot I had this. And it just brings me joy. Uh, so what I did is I just kind of finagled the KonMari method into the Candy Mari method. Like, for instance, I pulled out all my shoes went through them, I kind of put all like, like all tennis shoes, all wedges, all sandals, put those kinds of things all together, and then kind of, you know, pulled out the obvious things first, and then I thought, okay, what are things that just don't really fit my lifestyle since we've moved to California, you know, like suede shoes, or um, like really dressy, like work pumps, you know, because I, I don't work in an office anymore, did that. And then I went through it and just was really critical about like, okay, you know, how many pairs of tennis shoes do I really need? Um, how many, um, 
you know, how many boots do I really need, especially being here? And I kind of thought about, too, that, you know, eventually we're probably going to move again. And so I'm going to have to move all these things, too. And plus, I thought when it would be really nice and things that would bring joy to the people that were receiving them, like the people that these items get donated to. And so that's how I did it. And I, um, I kind of did that with all of my, all of my clothes. And then when the air quality alert was over, we went to the Red Cross and we just took probably about five bags of clothes and different things for um, the folks that were, you know, put out by the fire. And I want to tell you all this. I saw the most heartwarming thing. Of course, we had the most amazing firemen. There was thousands of firefighters there putting this thing out. It's just so amazing how people come together in these kind of situations. And that's what I find you have to focus on, you know, really. And so that's my story of how we went from the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> and our air's all fixed now. We're all nice and cozy. And thank God the fire is over. And I hope that y'all are having a really awesome summer. Uh, next week, we have another spa episode coming up. And also um, some fun ways how to enjoy the Olympics, if, even if like, you don't really like to watch sports. <laughs> and if you want to see um, some of the things that I talked about on today's show, um, like my beauty fridge, um, you can go to our Candy Holiday YouTube channel. If you subscribe, you'll see the videos as they come up. Some of them I put up like usually a couple days after I record the podcast. So I hope to see you there too and make it a great day. Bye. Don't forget, you can shop the show and get the 411 on this episode at lifesaholiday.com. That's H-O-L-L-A-D-A-Y.com. Meet Candy on Candy Holiday YouTube channel for more adventures. See you next holiday.